This is Coach Lou Holtz, and you're listening to Building Championship Mindsets, the podcast with Dr. Amber Selke, from the locker room to the boardroom. Dr. Amber is the best in the business at helping you and your team build the mindset that drive results. So lock in. If you can take just one thing away from today and implement it into your life, I know you'll be a better person and a better leader, coach, athlete, parent, or spouse because of it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Building Championship Mindsets, the podcast. This is your host, Dr. Amber Selkin, where we are in season four entitled Be Mentally Tough. Today in episode six, we are going to move up to our next tier in our mental toughness model, right, where we are going to look at preparation. So here's what we know about mentally tough individuals, right? They are positively motivated. And we talked about those in the first four episodes, right? Uh, Intrinsic, internal, approach, positive motivation. So mentally tough people have those markers in them, indicators that that's the type of motivation they possess. Because that type of motivation drives how they go about their preparation to make sure that they are fully prepared to dominate in every single way. And within this tier, we've actually got four markers of mental toughness. We've got physical, technical, tactical, and mental preparation. When we see individuals be fully prepared in each of those four domains, we say to ourselves, hey, this is an indication that this individual is mentally tough. And today we're going to break down this uh, marker of physical preparation, right? And so again, athletes, we sort of get an understanding of what that means and looks like. Athletes, this is your, your speed and conditioning, your agility, your flexibility, right? All of those elements go into your physical preparation. And for different sports, that looks very differently. And even within some sports, that looks very differently, right? So for example, think about a track team. I mean, the physical preparation of your throwers are going to be much different than the physical preparation of your sprinters, let's say, right? So even within a sport, the physical preparation can look very different based on the demands that the athlete has in front of them. I want to take this a step further though, and this is for athletes and non-athletes alike, right? It's not just uh, speed and conditioning and agility and those types of things, let's say like your, your heart rate, et cetera, and your muscles, but, but also your sleep, your hydration, your nutrition. We roll all of those things into understanding adequate and optimal physical preparation to how we go about dominating in every aspect of our lives. I think this is an important thing to talk about too uh, for those of you out there who are not competitive athletes. Uh, we think, well, I'm not an athlete. I don't compete in things. So, you know, physical physical preparation, what does that mean to me, right? But it is critical to understand that even if you're not a competitive athlete, how you take care of your body matters. And I know we know that, right? Like, do you get your, you know, proper nutrition and exercise? And sometimes it's easy to scoff at that. But listen, guys, here's what we know. When we're, when we are taking care of ourselves physically, everything else functions better in our worlds. Um, our, our hormones get shifted based on nutrition and exercise, et cetera, hydration, right? How our brain functions. We found too that, you know, from a nutrition standpoint, that everything that we put into our stomach has direct impact on cognitive functioning, which also means emotional regulation, et cetera, et cetera. And so, 
again, we have to understand that just because we're not a competitive athlete anymore, uh, or maybe ever, doesn't mean that our physical preparation isn't critical for our ability to step up and be able to deliver our best on a consistent basis. Let me talk to those of you out there who were a competitive athlete but are no longer. I think that this can be one of the most challenging things to understand is how do I go about reframing what physical preparation means to me now that I can't spend at least an hour and a half a day in the weight room? Right. Or maybe, I mean, listen, when I played soccer at the University of Notre Dame, I was probably 15 pounds heavier than I am today. Okay. I look like a small brick wall of just muscle mass. Right. Um, but I don't need to, I don't need to do that anymore. And so when I was done playing, I was like, well, heck, if I'm not in the weight room for two hours a day doing uh, squats and hang cleans and, you know, all of these big lifts that were conducive for me being an effective soccer player, but not necessary for, for me to box, let's say, when I, when I boxed at Notre Dame or even just to be healthy, right? It was actually healthier for me to not lift all that weight and just get on a running program and a yoga. I mean, it took me forever, let me tell you, to get into yoga because I was like, that is not working out. That is like, I don't know, gentle stretching, right? A day off for me when I was training was running two miles and thinking, okay, well, that was a good off day, you know? Now I'm like, if I run two miles, I'm like, woo, I'm set for a couple days, you know? Excuse me, I've got a cold here, so please pardon that. Um, But we have to understand, you know, what really do the demands in our lives look like and be okay with that. Like I used to beat myself up and so you know what it caused me to do? Not work out at all. Like if I can't, if I can't do what I used to do, then working out any other way isn't even worth it. And that is not a mentally tough way to think about how we go about physically preparing our bodies for life, right? When I was able to release myself of that, all of a sudden I could engage with yoga. I could engage with a run, with a jog, with a bike ride, and understand that wow, I'm I'm actually getting exercise. Um, there's a cool study that they did with a hotel cleaning crew, and so they took two groups of people and they ask they ask this cleaning crew hey how much uh, time a week do you spend exercising and a large majority of them were like oh I, I don't exercise I work like three jobs and so that's not something I have time to fit into my schedule and so what they did is they split the group up and in, in one they, they took the um, some sort of heart measures and, and body measures so so weight uh, lean body mass heart rate ex- just a couple indicators like that on both groups and then one group they showed that, hey, you know what? The, nas- the, the national recommendation for exercise is actually 30 minutes for three times a week. That's all. And if you get that, you're getting the national recommendation for, for exercise for a week. And in fact, not only that, but let's look at how many calories you're burning when you're vacuuming a floor. I mean, think about that motion. If you've got a heavy vacuum and you're going forward and backwards, that's exercising, that's movement. And here's how many calories you burn. Hey, every time you make a bed, right? And you're squatting down to put the sheets on. Here's how many calories you burn. When you're going up flights of stairs, here's, here's the exercise that you're getting. And so they sent, they, they did all of that sort of teaching element to one group and to the other group, they just simply took all of those body measures. And then six weeks later, they came back and they retook the body measures of both groups. And what they found is that the individuals who were in the group where they educated them on the impact of their day-to-day activities, they actually decreased, right, the, the, 
proper one. So their, their weight went down, their, bo- their lean body mass went up. So whatever up or down meant for them in a positive way, all of those body indicators were impacted positively. And they asked them, hey, did you start exercising? What did you change? And they said nothing. I simply became more intentional with the day-to-day activities that I was engaging with. And our bodies experience impact when we function with intentionality. Now, this is a critical component to think about as we go about our physical preparation and talking about exercise in general. But I challenge you to consider what does that mean in your life outside of just exercise? What does that mean for you as you intentionally think about your identity, as you intentionally seek to pursue connection to your community, as you intentionally seek to build relationships or or bridge gaps with with people that you might not have spoken with in a while? What does intentionality, the power of that, have an opportunity to impact in your life? Right. But again, think about specifically as it relates to how can I increase my physical preparation simply in the day-to-day things that I do already, right? And and that's another way to, to get into consideration of how do I go about making sure that I'm physically, fully physically prepared to deliver my best consistently. And that goes from everything from exercise to sleep to nutrition uh, to hydration, et cetera. And listen, we've got actually a, a, a nutrition performance coach on our staff, Ashley Brown. She's a holistic nutritionist. So she really works to help you understand what are your uh, vitamin and mineral needs? What are your exercise needs? How can we set up a program for you holistically to look at that physical health side of yourself locally, wherever you are. So you could consult with her via Skype or FaceTime or telephone, and she will work with you to create this program uh, and connections in your actual local community to help you optimize that side of your performance, because this is how important we know this element is to individuals being able to deliver their best, not only to be mentally tough, but drive the results that we want to in our lives personally and professionally. And so please, if you're interested in figuring this component out for yourself, shoot me an email, amber at selkingperformance.com and let me know and I'll get you connected with Ashley because she's incredible. You'll absolutely love her. So let's move into now thinking about, hey, you know what, if I want to build this mental toughness marker of physical preparation, what would I do? And if I want to destroy this mental toughness marker of physical preparation, what would I do? Well, if you want to build it, I just would challenge you to understand your current needs to optimize your role. Again, and former athletes, you don't need to be doing the type of training that you used to do when you competed, right? But what does that look like now for you, for you to perform optimally? Understand those current needs and then be intentional with normal life. Like when I go on a long bike ride with my dog, Rockney Mulligan, who's the best thing in the entire world to me, right? Except my husband, Aaron, I love you, right? Like rock, a bike ride with rock at quick clip is so much fun. And when I get back, I celebrate that. Like I exercise today, woo! Because the reality of it is my life does not afford me the opportunity to be in a weight room or in a gym for an hour to an hour and a half a day. It just doesn't right now. I've got too many demands with Notre Dame football and working at Lippert components and and building our lives here in South Bend, Aaron and I's world, right? And and our ability to serve and give back to our community that that, that a day, an hour and a half in the gym every day is not an option for me. So where I got to find wins and I celebrate them. And I know that my body's responding and reacting to that because my energy levels are up. uh, My focus is on point. My, um, 
you know, my digestion is good. Like I'm just, I I know I'm in a good place because of that. And so I just want to challenge you to, again, understand what are the current needs in your role and how can you be intentional with the normal life things that you're doing and then celebrating those so you can create that upward spiral of positivity and energy to continue uh, uh, growing your physical preparation capabilities, right? And then if you want to destroy people's mental toughness marker, use physical activity as punishment. So I can imagine those of you who maybe had bad experiences in sport, particularly as you would run every time you got in trouble, like you're just wiring into people to avoid physical activity, to hate running, to hate sprints, to hate being on the erg, right? How can you make physical activity enjoy, enjoy, uh, enjoyable? Whoa, goodness, took me a while to get that out of there. Enjoyable, right? I mean, if you watch little kids playing on the playground, what do they do? They just run around and chase each other. Like that's fun when you're little. What happened to that fun? What happened to to going outside and shooting hoops and celebrating like, hey, I'm I'm engaging with life. I'm using my body. Like humans are wired to function that way. And and if you have a a physical disability, like there's so many incredible athletes out there and people who are still enjoying and engaging in life. I have got a dear friend who has had a double knee replacement, has recently gone blind. And you know what? Within a month of being down, this dude is water skiing. So He's been a year and a half so out of knees, but the but the blind thing, he was up on water skis, had his kid, has his had his son take him out on the water because that's something he loved. He took him ice skating because he's been a hockey player his whole life. And he is refusing to let the challenges and setbacks of life rob him of what he knows he's been wired to do, which is just use his body. Right. So I know there's some limitations and challenges out there for different people, but find what you can do and do it because it will activate you to a whole new level. And for your championship mindset training this week, I want you to conduct a needs assessment for physical preparation in your life. What do you need? And if you want help doing that, reach out and let me get you connected to Ashley Brown because she'll help you take it to a whole new level. There's nothing wrong with having somebody come alongside of you to help encourage you and give you some guidance and direction. Sometimes that's all we need in anything in life. So so reach out so we can help walk you through this process. We love as performance coaches, right? We've got a team of performance coaches. We've got Dr. Terry Linhart um, for, for mid-level professionals and leadership development side of things. Reach out if you want to work with him. We've got Kayleen Curry, who does our, our mental performance training. Reach out. Let me connect you with her. Um, we, Ashley Brown in performance nutritionist. Todd Manners in executive coaching and, and change management. And like, let's get you going so you can get fired up and be great. Like time does not wait for anybody. You don't have time to sit still and be average and not be intentional with how you're approaching and driving your life. So so let us help you do that. Because again, we're about helping you understand the power of mindset and leadership of self and others to optimize and unleash your performance. Um, reach out. Again, I, I, get, I get Jack talking about this stuff. So I'm going to wrap up here. But again, reach out if there's any way that I can help you. Um, just came back a, a couple weeks ago from an awesome talk down in Tampa with Vision Source and got to speak to their elite vendors of eye care professionals and providers across the country about the power of the mind and and what that means from a leadership and a sales perspective. So if there's any way I can help your organization from a speaking standpoint, I'd love to. Um, And again, connect you with one-on-one performance coaching with our team members if that's something that that you know you want to help take yourself to the next level. You can check out our website, www.selkingperformance.com and then we're on all the social medias, uh, LinkedIn, uh, Instagram at Selking Performance, Facebook, Selking Performance Group, and 
Ryan on um, Twitter at, at Champ Mindsets. We're on Team Follow Back, so hit us up. We'll follow back, and, and we'll promise to continue giving you great content to help, again, shift that mindset and leadership approach to how you function. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for being with us here today. It's been awesome. Uh, This has been your host, Dr. Amber Selking. And from the locker room to the boardroom, I want to challenge you to continue building your championship mindset. Brightview Medical is a patient-oriented medical healthcare organization with goals to improve the healthcare system by combining treatment and prevention methods to provide solutions that every patient can understand. By building their model of care on state-of-the-art imaging equipment, coupled with blood, tissue, and urine analysis, they are able to establish where you are on the wellness spectrum. Once you are a patient, their team is able to monitor your health year after year or as needed. They are currently planning on operating over 112 locations starting in every major NFL city. They are proudly new partners with the NFL Alumni Association to help bring their elevated level of care to former NFL players, their families, and everyone who is tired of the broken healthcare system in place today. To learn more about Brightview Medical, check out their website at www.brightviewmedical.com.